Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 770, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 12, verses 46 to 50. Let's read the passage. While he was still speaking with the crowds, his mother and brothers were standing outside wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to the one who was speaking to him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? Stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. This is a gospel according to Matthew. Matthew is writing this gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the promised Messiah. Jesus is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. He's presenting this ministry of Jesus, this teaching, preaching, and healing ministry. And we're in a section in chapter 11 and 12. This is closing out that section, showing a variety of responses to Jesus. We saw John the Baptist. He was having doubts. We saw the towns in Galilee whose response was indifference. We saw a response of faith. We saw opposition began with the accusations he was violating the Sabbath caused him to withdraw because they were plotting to kill him. But he continued healing, and the crowds were then asking if he could be the son of David, the Messiah. But the Pharisees said he was casting out demons by demonic forces. Jesus had strong response to them. Then the scribes and Pharisees together demand a sign. Well, now we're closing out this section about the responses to Jesus and we deal with Jesus' family. So verse 46, while he was still speaking with the crowds, his mother and brothers were standing outside wanting to speak to him. So here we see the crowds. He's speaking to the crowds. Then he's going to refer to his disciples and say they're his true family. So his mother and brothers are here to speak to him. So some questions crop up. Questions like, well, where's Joseph, Jesus' father? Well, most likely he's dead. He's likely passed away by this point in time. We don't know how old Joseph was when he married Mary. He could have been as young as 18. He could have been as old as 40, anywhere in between. And this is a little over 30 years later, so we don't know how old Joseph would have been, but people didn't necessarily live that long back then. So, Joseph probably passed away. Now remember, at the cross, Jesus assigns John, his disciple, to care for Mary. So that adds evidence to the fact that Joseph has passed on. Now it says his brothers. Does Jesus have siblings? Well, some people want to dance around this and try and interpret it ways that, well, they're not really his brothers. They're Joseph's sons from a previous marriage. They're really Mary's sister's sons, the plain reading is they're his brothers, that Joseph and Mary had other children. Speaks here of his brothers in Matthew 13, 56, when Jesus is in Nazareth, they make a comment, his sisters still live here. And in John chapter 7, Jesus' brothers are speaking to him. So it appears, yes, Jesus did have siblings. Now, another question. What they want to talk to him about. Matthew doesn't give us a clue, but Mark 
does in a similar passage in Mark chapter 3. Verse 20, we see Jesus entered a house and the crowd gathered again so that they were not even able to eat. When his family heard this, they set out to restrain him because they said, he's out of his mind. And that's just before the section where they show up to want to speak to him. So it seems that this family gets wind of what's going on, that Jesus isn't properly caring for himself. He's not eating. This is also the section where they're accusing Jesus of being demon-possessed. So probably they've heard all of this, that we need to go uh, take charge of Jesus and uh, take him home to where he can get better. Did Jesus actually end up speaking to his family? It doesn't indicate it here, but it doesn't say he didn't. And Jesus' response, they said, yeah, okay, your, your family's here to see you. And he replies in verse 48, he replies to the one speaking to him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Stretching out his hand towards his side, says, here are my mothers and my brothers. So it seems he's dishonoring his family. He's dissing them. So is that the case? Is he dishonoring his family? Well, he's doing what he told the disciples earlier to do, to place the things of God as a higher priority to family. That in comparison, your desire to follow God should be so much higher than your loyalty to your family. Now, we read this, and it seems like he's snubbing his family. But the family's not the focus of this passage. They're not the main characters. They're just extraneous characters. The real focus is verses 49 and 50, where Jesus says, pointing at his disciples, and this is distinct from the crowd we saw in verse 46. So verse 49, he points at the disciples that here are my mother and my brothers. Verse 50, for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. So the biological family is not the focus here. They're just being used as a comparison by Matthew. Compared to the biological family, the spiritual family is so much more important. That goes along with what we've seen already earlier, that compared to the earthly things, the spiritual things are so much more important and should receive more of importance in your life. Being a disciple puts us in a whole new position of relationships with God as our father and our fellow disciples as family. Question concerning verse 50. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. We're comfortable with the idea of fellow disciples being brothers and sisters, but who's the mother in this? I don't think that's the intention to give that kind of picture. I think the picture he's given is that of an intact family. Notice he doesn't mention father as far as people goes. Whoever does the will of my Father in heaven. So the Father is God. And then you have the rest of the family. The picture is an intact family with God as the Father. And I think he just adds mother to give the picture of an intact family. And so the idea of disciples being siblings of one another is the real picture. So what's the takeaway for us? Well, the takeaway is not to a call to ditch our families. We're still told to honor our parents, to love our families. But 
our spiritual families have a higher priority. And it's a call to recognize fellow believers are the primary relationships in our lives. And it shows the importance for us for being in healthy relationships with fellow believers. And that occurs primarily in the context of the local church. Anyone who thinks they can be a healthy, growing disciple of Jesus and not be part of a local church doesn't get it, doesn't get the picture given to us in the Bible. We, we need one another. We need our brothers and sisters in Christ in order to be healthy and growing. And the picture given of this family is God as the Father and his people as his family. We can't help but read this, though, and it seems like he's being rude to his biological family. Well, it's, it's given as a comparison. Loving our earthly family and loving our spiritual family are not mutually incompatible, but the priority for our spiritual growth and spiritual health is the spiritual family. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.